and I'm Daniel the Wizard. Howdy y'all folks here. Yeah, this is another exclusive for Buy Me A Coffee. This is the second exclusive that we've done specifically for Buy Me A Coffee. Right. So David's looking at his mic in disgust. What, what, what happened to I didn't quite have the position. I don't have the position quite right, and it's <laughs> messing with me mentally. Yeah, so we, we just recorded episode TDP number 58. Um, we're titling it Boundaries. So the boundaries, yeah, it was actually a really interesting conversation that we had about boundaries and, like, how how the boundaries actually affect us in our life like in being able to identify boundaries and stuff like that we actually didn't really identify boundaries we just identified like what people call boundaries the nature of boundaries the nature of boundaries yeah, yeah. we gave our tits that's for sure thoughts ideas theories and stories mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um i don't know that in this one we had so many personal stories i think this one was more like scenario we were trying to scenario right because a lot of the things like if we were too specific, may seem damaging to some people. I think, yeah, the we, people that know us, maybe. I think we definitely drew from a variety of experiences as far as like trying to sketch these scenarios out, make them as uh, as personal I think without personal, personal but generic. Personal, ge- personally generic. Yeah. Yeah, I think maybe a situation that people would find themselves in. Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. a situation that I can imagine being in. Or that I may have been in in the past. Sure. You know, sure. maybe it's pulling from multiple experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, no, this is really interesting. So, like, uh, boundaries have been like a topic that's been like in front of my face for a long time. Like, but recently on social media, it's just like popping up constantly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like there's a lot of things going out there that don't really fully represent what it is to be boundaries, which is why I kind of I wanted to talk about mm-hmm, it. And mm-hmm. I think you did too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know that we got any closer to resolving what boundaries actually are, but I think that we have a better understanding for what we're trying to accomplish with having boundaries. Well, I just thought specifically the whole thing with boundaries, I think first peaked on my uh, on my radar when we were talking about narcissist. I can't remember which episode that was. The um, naive, naive narcissist. narcissist. It was like. I don't know. It was like 30. It's back there. 43. I don't know. It's way back there. But yeah, we did that one. And so a lot of the research um, I did for that um, was, and it didn't really show in the episode, maybe, maybe not, but it it was about boundaries, how narcissists manipulate your boundaries and, and, and all that kind of thing. Boundary setting, how boundary setting helped to defend against narcissistic manipulation. We're out in the country. Manipulation. I'm, I'm not. I'm not a shot fox. I'm good. <laughs> I'm gonna flip if I see a like bullet hole just show up. Uh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, uh, we're not, <laughs> we're not in any danger. We're just out in the. It echoes. It's right just here. leftover Fourth of July stuff. So, uh, yeah, boundaries. Sorry, we were talking about boundaries. The the fireworks slash explosive. Yeah. I don't know. Coming across the boundaries. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, well, you were talking about the narcissist. Yeah, so so boundaries seem to be like this defense tool that a lot of uh, life coaches or therapists were using. Um, oh, oh, hell, what is going on? They're being invaded by Russia. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> unlucky them but anyway um so so yeah so boundaries to defend against narcissists because basically narcissists pry uh, prey on people who don't have boundaries so really you know and again the whole knowing yourself 
Like, what are your limits? Well, I think uh, you know? I think that's how I started to recognize that I had narcissistic qualities, right? It's because I started to recognize that I was exceeding people's boundaries. I wasn't recognizing their boundaries. Mm. Right? I wasn't giving people the respect of their own sovereign space, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My feelings dictated what I did, right? Mm-hmm. Pure emotion. Mm-hmm. Pure emotion. All reactionary, not logical, right? Mm-hmm. And I would try to be logical after the emotional situation, which is usually difficult because if it's an illogical situation, how the fuck are you going to get logic out of it? Trying to think your way out of that one. Yeah, no, I mean, it took a long time for me to learn that, man. And I was a very logical thinker, I thought, right? And I would try to logic my way out of the situation, but I would always find myself lost. Mm. It's because I didn't have initial boundaries that created a situation for me to be able to operate Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. as myself. Mm -hmm. The boundaries allow you to be yourself. Mm -hmm, A little bit, I guess. Well, I think boundary is important because it allows a framework. It's like, like imagine trying to play football without boundaries of the of the, of the you know the, the the whole the whole world is your stadium. Like just, just catch that guy; he's got the ball. The goals are sixteen miles like, apart. You just have everybody chasing one guy with the ball, <laughs> like until somebody else gets the until ball. Until somebody else gets it because he can't <laughs> run anymore. <laughs> and then you chase them, and it continues yeah, so yeah, on and yeah. so on. No boundaries, so on. man. It's just endless chase. So how do you think? How do you think the episode went, man? As far as like. Like the recording, as far as comparative to the last, I don't know, let's say ten episodes. How do you think it? How do you think it was? How do you think the recording went together? I think uh, pre-production was excellent, like very efficient. I think it was the most fluid pre-production we've had. Mm-hmm, I will mm-hmm. say that I, I can say that with confidence. That mm-hmm. was the most fluid. We jumped right into it. There was no like thinking about what are we gonna do. It was just like sit down, do it. Mm-hmm, we did it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even like a discussion anymore. We were having the same conversation and. Yeah. I don't know. I only scratched out like two things in the pre-show notes mm-hmm. because that's how like in tune the things that you and I were discussing, how mm-hmm. fluid it was. Mm-hmm. I judge it by my scratch out marks. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But no, I think as far as pre-production, man, I think that this was the most fluid. I really think that it shows up in the recording. We haven't listened to it yet. We just, mm-hmm. we literally stopped recording mm-hmm. and then started recording this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, no, I think that I, I think that it translates over into it because we, we, we did it a little different. And then, yeah, I think I think the way we delivered the content, especially the introduction part on this last episode was the best yet. It was it was much more fluid. Um, it wasn't it wasn't mechanical like some of the some of the episodes have been. The introduction was kind of mechanical. This yeah. time was very smooth, very fluid, very organic. I liked it. Um, my only com- my only like criticism of the content would be that we place a lot of emphasis on sh- on on shared experiences and we didn't really because of the sensitivity of the subject perhaps uh, in we w- we didn't really delve too much in the personal experiences yeah <clears throat> I have some boundaries <laughs> you, you need to well no I think I don't really think that there was a lot of avenue because we were really discussing what it, the idea of it was, right? Mm-hmm. So there really wasn't, that's why we definitely will expand on it more. I mean, there was right. a couple of stories in there, a couple of thoughts, but right. in all in all honesty, we were really, I don't know, just trying to grasp mm-hmm. what society calls boundaries. Yeah, I think it was also quite useful that we didn't get too much into the weeds of um, show me where the bad man touched you stories. You know, yeah. Like, I think we kind of avoided those. Yeah, I actually yeah. think that might be better for the content too because okay. some of those things are hard, man. Yeah, and it kind of detracts emotionally from, the, you know, the focus which should be 
what is a boundary and how do you go about making one what's its use etc well an example that i give in the podcast is like whenever people would make your mom jokes and i would be like yeah but my mom's dead (gasps) oh dude i'm so sorry yeah and i'm like yeah but and you know that whole thing is like i don't know again i I expressed it in the podcast episode if you're Mm -hmm. interested in finding that out check Mm -hmm. it out but yeah no i expressed some thoughts about that so so it was it was interesting, man. It was interesting mm-hmm. to to express some some things there that I hadn't really fully <coughs> excuse me that I hadn't been able to fully like stretch out. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. So I know some of them may have, the thoughts may have been a little bit rudimentary because they were thoughts that were just coming based on the conversation mm-hmm. there, right? right so right. Um, I have some things to think about. Well, you know, not to forget that our whole thing is long form conversation. Um, yeah, hand me that. No, the other thing. Nope. Yep, that one. Yeah, here we go. Third time lucky. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Long-form our, conversation. Our thing is long-form conversation, so yeah. Uh, we we don't... I think in the past we fixated a little bit too much on trying to deliver specific points, and that, that really... Uh, I think that hurt the episodes as far as the fluidity and the actual actual getting to the I think the it philo- watered it down man it, it did it took away from the philosophizing and uh that's what we yeah do. well i mean that's mostly what we do is we think about things and we try to i don't i don't know man sometimes we try to solve problems that don't really need solving but it'd be nice if it was solved right it's like do you need to solve what happiness is not necessarily, but I think that it's good information to be able to have and share, mm-hmm. right? So, you know, in the pursuits, like I was telling you about the Ramdas group that mm-hmm. I'm in, right, right. about, uh, you know, just asking what is happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole goal in asking that is just to, to, to see what people respond with what happiness is so that I can ask questions about what it is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? Because I'm curious what other people's perspective are. So they have their idea. And then I want to throw like, okay, we'll consider this within that. Have you thought about this within that? Mm-hmm. And it's not to troll or to blow holes, but it definitely can seem like that if you don't present it properly. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it could definitely be feel personal. But I felt like the Ram Dass group was a perfect place to try that because most of those people tend to not take those things personal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tend to. Tend to. There are some people that don't that are just new to the, to the concept. The concept. And they think they have it figured out. They're going to come in here and show these old heads. Like, oh, yeah. Nice. You know, and then they come up with some egotistical shit and they get put in check real fast. Nice. Nice. That's so, healthy. Yeah, I thought it was a good group to, to try it out in. And, man, the responses have been great. And I, I, saw, I looked earlier and I was like, man, there's a lot more stuff that I want to respond to. But I don't, I don't know how committed am I to continuing it on. And I think that I'm pretty committed. But I got to sit down and do this. is like might be computer work type stuff. Nah, you know nah, what I mean? Because, like. Work. These things have to be typed out, right? Mm-hmm. And then also, these are people too that potentially could be people that I invite to like join, like uh, one of the groups or something that we have going on, right? Right, sure. Right, because I'm I'm interested in thinkers. I'm mm-hmm. interested in people that are interested. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in people that want to do better. Yeah, that's something I've got to say about the episodes. Uh, now, a lot of them will likely seem targeted at people who know us. Uh, it may seem like we're specifically Listen, speaking. There about, may be people that feel targeted that don't know us. Like, do it, they know me? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and and the the core of the thing is, I don't really actually. It, I do care, but it doesn't actually matter who is suffering or who is who is who is affected by something. 
my purpose is to try and figure it out and see what can I learn from it. How can I how can I improve my life by learning from this? So that is that is for me the point of the conversation is figuring it out. Like, what ways can I improve through this? Yeah, yeah. Like how can I not fall into those pitfalls? Or uh, how can I not make those mistakes? So somebody that I'd had a conversation with about happiness mm. and they were asked uh uh, I think maybe they were asked, uh, like, what did they get from the conversation? Mm-hmm. And I think the response was somewhere along the lines of almost nothing, right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, not mm-hmm. much. Mm-hmm. And and my th- first thought to, to, to something like that is, like, then you clearly weren't trying to, right? Because there's mm-hmm. something to be had in all of those things. Mm-hmm. Every time, always. Mm-hmm. Even if it doesn't turn out the way that you want. That's actually especially especially time to get information because why did it not turn out the way that you wanted it to? Mm, Right, right. Now you got some digging to do. Why did the response come up that you didn't expect? Mm, mm -hmm. Why is that there? Mm -hmm. Now you're curious. Now you got some thoughts. Now you're trying to question things and wonder, do I have it figured out like I think I do? No, you don't. None of us do. We're Mm. all trying to figure it out. Yes, yes. (laughs) Sorry. little rant. little rant. Nice. Not even really a rant. It's just... If you're not trying to improve, you're not going to. All of these situations present opportunities to improve, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of them. That's why it's so much work to engage in these things because like, there's thought and effort that goes into it, right? I'm engaging because I want to improve my life, but I also want to try my best to improve the people that I'm interacting with right, right. or give at least some sort of positive like gain there for them. So, so I recently caught a glimpse of something and i'm not quite sure what it is i think i think it's some kind of japanese philosophy um and basically the whole philosophy is how to turn disadvantage into advantage you know what it's like take anything take any disadvantage even if it completely destroys you, that somehow there's an advantage in there. Well, that's the thing. That's how you decide between suffering and not suffering. I'm going to be investigating this. Well, suffering, in my opinion, is a choice, mm-hmm. right? Suffering. You have the choice to suffer pain. You can't get away from pain. Pain's going to be there, but to suffer, that's a choice to be suffering because of the things that are there. Mm-hmm. That's a choice. Mm-hmm. You can choose to have a framed perspective that gives you a different outlook, mm-hmm. right? The things may be bad, right? They may not be ideal, but being able to accept that they are how they are instead of wishfully thinking they were different, mm-hmm. right? Accept them like this is how it is, right? If you have a problem and you know that it's there, don't pretend that it's not. Mm-hmm. Deal mm-hmm. with it as it is. Mm-hmm. Nice. Know. Nice. <clears throat> me me philosophizing. Yeah, I mean, deal with the deal with the situation, not the experience. Yeah, yeah keep, we keep coming to that that thing dealing like it's res- when people respond to experiences and not the actual situation, mm-hmm. right? So, like, let's say we were in a an abusive relationship, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe we should talk about relationships. But um, let's say we were in an abusive relationship, but then we enter a new relationship. It's actually not abusive, mm-hmm. but the person still does some of the similar things that the other person did that you, that remind you of the abuse, right? So now you're responding to the abuse that you previously had, though this situation isn't presenting itself as abuse. 
but mm-hmm. because there's enough things that are similar it creates that response in you oh that's really funny i, I worked with someone one time and they they told me one time that they really hate it when i use a particular word and i was like why what's this what's what's wrong with that word it's not not inappropriate or anything and it said no but it reminds me of the ex and he was they he was really abusive to them and so every time i use that word it just reminds me of how the ex used to put them down and stuff so so that was kind of them responding to the experience of of that word of having you know that like why you said i give that so much power mm, mm. why allow that to change your mood it's just a fucking word. Now I know that we assign value to these things and they remind us I have PTSD. Okay. So I know, I know that, sh- that the thing of the reminded experiences and shit mm-hmm. like that. Sure, right. Sure. Right. So like identifying triggers, right. You have to know that like the person that's there loves you and cares for you and is not attacking you though. Your experience tells you they are mm-hmm. right. You have to open communication. If you feel like maybe, shit like are they doing something am i doing am i responding appropriately to this well that's a funny thing just going off our last episode boundaries well this person in telling me that about that word or my use of that word they were setting a boundary for me like asking me not to like not not to do that not to use those words that word that was such a good episode to have man Mm. and the more that i think about it that was a really good episode. Mm. You guys really need to check that out when it downloads. And then mm. also go ahead and subscribe to to uh, to us on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening to this, you're on Buy Me A Coffee. So thank you mm-hmm. for the support. We really appreciate um, all the efforts that you guys put into the Buy Me A Coffee. Um, mm-hmm. The larger this grows, the more input we'll be able to have. But any of you guys listening, any input that you guys have on what we're doing, Shoot us a shoot us a message. We're interested. Mm-hmm. We're interested in engaging and talking. Um, so yeah. So mm-hmm. thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. I mean, we're recording this shit at like ten o'clock at night again. Maybe our next buy me a coffee special content thing should be where we actually give some recognition because I know there's several people and just particular as far as you know as, what I'm gonna pull it up right now. Do you remember the dude who wrote us a lengthy? email yeah so i'm gonna pull up buy me a coffee right now so uh-huh. we're not gonna skip this we're gonna we're gonna pull this up right now i should oh, yeah. have been better prepared oh what are we doing i'm gonna i'm gonna give shout outs right now these oh, yeah? people that have been supporting oh, us on nice. buy me a coffee okay, man okay yeah, they yeah. deserve it yeah, yeah they yeah. absolutely deserve it because i think we had another supporter give some contrib- contributions today okay okay oh yeah oh yeah so i'm gonna give a shout out specifically to each individual person since there's not very many there's mm-hmm. five cool um pam starkey so she actually was my high school art teacher so thank you Ms. she pam. actually can get a lot of credit for starting me on this path because her class is the class that i have the most memories of in nice. high school like all of the other shit like i kind of blocked out a little bit but i always enjoyed being there and in there well thank you for the hard work you did on him miss starkey yeah so uh also yeah, thank you. I have some things that I want to talk to you about, about a piece of art that I made in high school. So mm. uh, if you hear this before I've reached out to you, reach out to me, please. Mm. Um, and then also my wife. <laughs> uh, Nepotism. She, Cheyenne. Um, so she she's she's on here. And then Mark Hopkins. Uh, he's titled as Camera Bro 90. This is actually somebody that uh, left the lengthy, the oh, lengthy thing. I don't have... You, I don't have the uh, the comment right in front of me. I could probably pull it up, 
but Mark Hopkins, he ran across the uh, the Magic 8-Ball episode. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then he said that he really liked it, and oh, he, really? he bought okay. us a, a cup of coffee. Mm. Right? Yeah, so that was pretty cool. And then James James Percival. Yes. So if you don't know, if you don't know James, James has been on the episodes on like three or four podcast episodes. He's mm. been on a couple live streams. He's mm-hmm. been at a couple events with us. We've been mm-hmm. to a couple of events with him. Mm-hmm. You know, so uh, he's somebody that contributes on a regular basis more than just on the buy me a coffee. So big, big shout out to him. Yes. And then also again to my wife, because she, again, um, it's just the same shout about the oh. I don't want to leave anybody out as far as the efforts they put in. OK, <laughs> but my wife, I mean, she puts up with a lot for us to be able to do true, this. True. And then she true. gives me money. Right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then James again, same thing. James is always helping with whatever mm-hmm, he can. Mm-hmm. Awesome, yes. awesome, awesome person to be around. Mm-hmm. Definitely sets the bar high for people you want as friends. Yes, indeed. Very, indeed. very, very high. You might not want any more friends after James. <laughs> <laughs> Take that however you want, James. We love you, buddy. Love you. And then Rochelle. Oh my, my sis. Yeah. So specific shout out to her because she's actually the first member. Oh, is that right? Yes, so we she's the first member. She's oh the goodness. first member. So thank you, Rochelle. And also, if you yeah. guys don't know, Rochelle is actually David's sister. Hi. So David's sister has contributed in a lot of ways. She's actually got us in interacting with several different people that have helped contribute mm, to, true, to true. the podcast. She's been very intricate integral part of us being able to continue on doing this as far as inspiration, conversation, mm-hmm. and thoughts, mm-hmm. right? Sure. So uh, very thankful for the support and the efforts that she's put forth as well, because she helps manage the uh, Facebook page sometimes a little bit, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Justine as well. She does. Mm-hmm. And James. James helps manage that as well. Mm-hmm. So, man, we got a good team of people that really, really help support us, man. We do have a good core team, and I'm very thankful for everyone. Yeah. And the people that we didn't mention. You're not going to buy me a coffee, so you won't know anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And if you end up being on the buy me a coffee and you hear this, let us know. and We'll give you a specific shout out on the next one. So um, we love you guys. And thank you again. We really, really appreciate it. I can't say that enough. We're Mm -hmm. we're I can't express enough gratitude to, to how thankful I am to be able to live in the life that I live and have the experiences that I have. And it's only possible because the people around, man, Mm -hmm. it's awesome. Mm -hmm. So love you guys. Mm hmm.